Good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Uniqlo. Uniqlo, where you can buy unique clothes or the same hoodie that your friend has that's pink. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the Down by the River. Me and Mike Zar wore the same hoodie to this interview, and they're both pink. And, you know, that's just the beginning. Uh, Mike is a New York City comedian. I met him in New York City. I hadn't seen him in a long time, but we'd been ke- keeping in touch. We're, we're friends. We're buds. So this is um, one in the uh, uh, rare uh, I Stayed in New York City series. I've been talking to a lot of comedians who left New York City for one reason or another. Your Harris Altermans, etc. Charlie Vergos in Memphis. People moved back to their hometowns or they went somewhere with a little more room to roam. Um, but now I'm back in New York City, back in the New York groove. Um, I made that up. That's a that, that's a poem I wrote back in the New York groove. And I am talking to people who stayed here in New York, and uh, they like it. And it's interesting because I've been uh, talking about how New York is bad with people who don't live in New York for a long time. So this is Mike Czar. He's excited about New York. He lives in Bushwick. Uh, we're friends. I just done his show the night before. He has it on his patio. It's called Stash Manor because he has a mustache and so does his roommate. Um, and that's all the information you need to, you need to know and more. Um, thank you for listening. Please, uh, you know, before you finish the episode, uh, rate and review this podcast if you're listening, and uh, tell a friend that you like it, or put it on Instagram because social media is all that we ever do. <laughs> So if you like something, put it on your Instagram, because if you don't put it on your Instagram, no one even knows about it ever. It's unknown. People don't know. Unfortunately, anything that isn't on Instagram is basically dark matter. It doesn't exist in this universe. Um, But thanks for tuning in, and uh, you're the best for listening. Take it away, Steve. reaching a point of like i'm 31 i don't need to like prove like max it like loves jeep they look so uncomfortable yeah and he's like oh no they're stylish it's like good i'm like but you're so uncomfortable max fine likes jeans because they look stylish yeah <laughs> it's like it's like his <laughs> oh yeah he cuffs them up in the bottom yeah whatever, right yeah yeah, yeah. okay I, but sure, like max fine they're so uncomfortable and i'm just I'm 31. I know what I like now. So I know. No hard pants. No hard pants. What did you wear last night at the show? Uh, suit pants. Suit pants are really comfortable. They're extremely. Yeah. Those ones were kind of tight. How'd they perform wet? Did they get wet? Uh, it stopped raining last night. No. Yeah. They didn't really get wet last night. Even you toweled off the the floor and uh, I noticed in the middle of the show, I was like, oh yeah, this like kind of evaporated. There's oh, no for water. sure. Yeah. I think also like the heat, the, the heat of the tent, people yeah, being baby. in the tent. Yeah, we went all out last night. Hot tent. Hot tent last hot night at the Stash tent. Manor. Hell yeah. I hadn't met I met Christian forever ago and then I met him again like yesterday. Like yeah. I didn't know I was gonna I didn't know he was the other guy in Stash Manor. Right, right. Um right. but he has a mustache and he goes, You're doing my show on Saturday and I go, Which oh, Stash Manor, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the mustache boys, two boys with mustaches. I know. It, <laughs> yeah, I was like looking for a place to live. I didn't really know Christian that well. Uh but I kind of knew him through Max. Uh, he's like, an, they're both like Atlanta guys. They went to okay. the same, him, Christian, Max, and Mike Roland all went to the same high school. I know. I knew that Roland and Max Fine went to the same high school. I'd love to have met them at because the, they're real rascals. They're yeah, like it insane. sounds pretty insane. They have hilarious stories. Yeah. 
about what the hell they were up to <laughs> at that little school. Those poor teachers. That's just such funny, wild children. It's insane. It's and Christian was in the mix too. Yeah, he's a little bit more reserved. Christian. Yeah. Like Christian's definitely the producer part of it. Yeah. Where oh, like, Stash Manor. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I showed you both of our rooms. One yeah. of us, <laughs> <laughs> like, one of us definitely has it way more together. <laughs> There's a yeah. There's like there's two wolves in all of us. There's the comedian and the producer. And yeah. you know you're lucky if you're lucky you have a little bit of both. But right, right. Yeah, I have, yeah. I live with Noah Rockland and he's the producer. Like he would do the thing. Like I cannot. He can do the same thing every week. I'm like I just can't bring myself to do the same event websites every oh, no. single it's week. Just, like that that uh, sort of monotony. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but luckily he would do it, and then I would be like, bar. I have no problem barking and handing yeah, out yeah. flyers and. Right. Uh, like, you know, I mean, talking to people as they walk in yeah. and all this sort of extroverted stuff like right. that Noah hates doing. Um, you need a blend. That. You definitely need it's a blend. It's good. It's good to have. Yeah, it's good to have them both. Yeah. Um, well, you guys, you guys did this show in in the like last fall, too. So or? I wasn't there, but so they had a couple. A show. Yeah, I think they've done two or three shows before. Um, they had Drool. Have you heard? Yeah. You, no. Maybe. So that's um, Brittany Cardwell. And uh, Claire Alexander run that show, and it's a mostly like uh, female like lineup. Cool, I'm nodding, but I don't know who they. I don't know who they are. Just for the the podcast. That's what's wild about like New York, man. There's like a whole new group of people, and like I mean, that's happened everywhere. Yeah, really. I mean, I've heard that everywhere, and like they there was a lot of just like oh, let's like get shit going because people who well also think people who had opportunities. They're waiting for them to come back. But then people who are like, well, we didn't have any opportunities anyway, so yeah. we need to start making scrappy upstarts. You know I was, what I mean? Like, yeah. if, you're, if you have spots that stand up New York or New York Comedy Club, you're not going to be like, let me cobble together oh, three dude. lights and a microphone and yeah. uh, do a show for negative money. Yeah. that's Dude, that's why we did this. Exactly. That's exactly the reason yeah. we did this. Because, yeah. like, my situation, my life right now does not lend itself to, like, hanging out at shows and just, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're bullshit. up at 5 a.m. It sucks. Four sometimes. Four yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Why? Because I work. Uh, I work in production. So I work. I work for a movie studio, and uh, they're renting out to billions. They're shooting billions okay. on Showtime. Can you just say that? I don't know. Maybe okay. I shouldn't nice. say that, but I. I it's did. so nice. Well, I, I always hear people do that thing where they they're like they're like, so I made sandwiches for a certain television show. Yeah, I don't. Know. And I'm like, what the hell is yeah. it gonna matter if I know where the sandwiches? Yeah, was? I mean, you I don't really I mean? have anything negative to say about like, oh yeah, they're just the people. I think like, I'm gonna buy with. stock in HBO now that <laughs> yeah, I know that you're the one who's mopping the floor for billions. Like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck is this information? I don't work for them. I like work adjacent. I work for the building. So there like, if go. there's like, oh hey, like the power went out, or oh hey, this exploded. They like I'm like the point of contact. Okay, but like Why essentially are you doing I'm a janitor. That? What uh, is the <laughs> basically? I'm a, a point of contact, but essentially a janitor. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a janitor job. Uh, yeah. Why I, did that appeal to you? Uh, so like mid-pandemic, I was still working at a law office that I got through temping. Yeah, and uh, we worked in this like back room with no. I got to work with Micah Brucey. That's I knew you. I knew you. Yeah. I knew somebody you worked with. You. That He's rock. still there. Isn't yeah, he? he's still there. Yeah, I just saw his new look. He's got a yeah, new dude. Look. I know he grew out his hair. This look. I told him, yeah, I told him this is the one. Like this, this is yeah. the one for the rest of your life. Like it's uh, good. 
He's got long hair and a beard, and I go, and it's gonna gray well. Yeah, I even oh, was like, sure. I like another another thirty one year old. I can just like sort of like let's just talk about grace. Yeah, we're doing some grays. Do it. Um, it's gonna gray well, which is like that's yeah. the kind of haircut you want. If you had, I mean, if you if he was dying, if he was doing some punk thing or whatever, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't gray well, but right. this, I mean, a beard and a long hair with the glasses. He called it like some sort of like a, a novel, like a, a <laughs> aggravated novelist. It does have a very like yeah, yeah novelist um, kind of vibe. He absolutely nailed it, and I was like, well, that will absolutely. He's like, I am getting some already, and it will gray well. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you working at a law firm with a Brucey? And we were, so we got furloughed in the pandemic. So no work. But nope. you're getting paid to stay home. We were home. getting paid to stay home. We love this. Dude, that did rock. <laughs> that did the rock. fucking best? But then it sucked because uh, I was quarantining with my ex, and she had a shit ton of work to do. Why? Because she, like, worked in advertising, and then they, like, like, they were, like, it was, like, uh, for job links for hospitals. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, and the they hospitals needed jobs. They so were So it booming. was just, like, a lot of, like, hey, we, there's, yeah. there's, you know, we need all this shit yesterday. So uh, I would just feel bad because it was just like constant work. Uh, I mean, dude, that time was kind of insane. I mean, you were here for like the beginning of it, right? No, I actually left like literally left on March 16th or something. I was just went for a trip home because work was slow. Yeah. Um, at the restaurant I was working at, and I was like, "Hey, I'm taking five days off." And they're like, "No problem," because no one's coming in their own restaurant for some reason. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're doing half capacity dude. before it was like pre-mask. It's weird. Remember, there's a time where it's like dude. we're not wearing masks and we're not hugging each other, but yeah. uh, and we're sanitizing. It was like they didn't know when it what, what it was. Dude, it, it's been so insane. I went home for five days. And I ended up staying for a year and a half. I, I think I had COVID. I got an antibody test that later told me that I had COVID. Oh, nice. But then an hour later, I read a Twitter article that was like, the antibody tests are a lie. Yeah, it's all course. bullshit. And so it was like, okay, I don't know. But like, I like in like April and I think we got it. It was right before they started. Saying, you and your partner. Got yeah. It. Yeah. And we went, uh, to a grocery store like we would go to the grocery store all the time to get groceries and we didn't like interact with anyone else but like this was yeah pre-masks so um i think that's where we got it it's just going to the grocery and then like raw dog in the grocery store yeah Yeah. around (laughs) easter we like got sick and then my smell was fucked up for at least five or six months afterwards that's insane it was a lot of that i mean it was like a lot of like for me i mean i hate saying the like but it did feel like a flu. I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just the flu." Like that's that is what it felt like, but it like it sucked. It was very. And then around that time, I also got let go. You know, got furloughed. So furloughed and then let go. Well, so we were getting unemployment, but it was a very like, "Oh shit, okay." Like I'm sick. You're not coming back. I I mean, who knows if we're coming back? This was okay. like April. So it was like, who knows what the world's going to even look like anymore? Are we all going to die? Like I remember that. I remember like being like, "Should I?" Yeah, I remember like buying the van. Was like, do I just? Like I need a yeah I need an Armageddon plan yeah um Put like my logo up front yeah <laughs> <laughs> branding <laughs> yeah we're like yeah are we gonna what is this forever like I I need a forever plan yeah um so what then you what appealed to you about this job um so man it's it's like a longer story than that so at, so well at, April April. Around May, so we were feeling better, and in May, we went down to Georgia, because her folks have, like, a place down there. Nice. So, and dude, that was a whole different world. It felt, like, I, I do some jokes about it in my, in my ex, but, like... Not last night. Not last night. I should have. 
You know what? Like I was thinking like that. Do it now. <laughs> I think I have a clip on Instagram, so <laughs> check it out. Uh, <laughs> How is it different? Georgia's different than New York. Dude, it was just weird because here, I mean, dude, there were points. There were sirens every day. Like yeah. we were living in Crown Heights and it was just sirens all fucking. Like in New York, you're not a stranger to it. Yeah. But just when it's constant. And you're police on, or ambulances? Both? Ambulances mostly. Ambulance? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Gross. Right. And that was just you're you know, feeling it. Yeah. And because New York got hit, it was like the first American city that got hit really hard. Yeah. So I remember the whole spring, I was like, I'm so glad I'm not in New York. No one's yeah. even going outside. I was in my yard every day with yeah. my dog. Okay. So, I remember that's setting uh, the scene in 2020. Yeah, man. It was just so, it was weird. I mean, I lived near Prospect Park at the time. And I was, dude, that saved my fucking brain. Like, yeah. without that, I would have gone crazy. I was biking a lot and just doing it. Man, just having that access to that park. Man, I just have like an emotional connection with that park. Best now. park in New York. It's prospect. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm a big fan. So now I, we, I live in Bushwick. I'm a little closer to Highland Park. Do you ever go over there? It's technically in Queens. It's kind of a bitch to get there. Um, isn't it kind of close? It's like a part of a. It's like next to a cemetery. Next to a cemetery, yeah, yeah. there's like the big reservoir there. Yeah, yeah. It's not that, as big as. It's not as big, but prospect, it, yeah. it's the closest thing I've found here that feels like. Like a metropolitan park, yeah, like yeah. a like a park you'd find in Indiana or like or you know what I mean. Just like oh, a, I know, I've been to all those parks. That's why I, that's my first Google is like, where's the yeah. green, big green place? Yeah. yeah, near the river. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's like a big reservoir there, and there's like all kinds of cool like grass. And then you're it's you're up on a hill and you're going around. There's like a track around the reservoir, and you can see Queens. And like oh, Queens yeah, is super yeah, yeah. hilly, and it's just a cool. It doesn't really, and then you can kind of see the city far off, but like. It is just kind of like a oh, like I love riding through Queens. Nice. Queens is just so yeah. relaxed. <laughs> it's it's so nice. Yeah, uh, lots of hills, so you're getting like a good workout. People do Queens. Yeah, people are moving to Queens. Yeah, um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, I don't know. I I do, but I also I also love Brooklyn. I was riding my bike the other day, and I was like, man, I fucking love Brooklyn too. <laughs> it's so great. You're a big New York cheerleader, which I respect. Cause I, I do love it here. Uh, it's, it's so funny. Uh, everyone, it's I mean, it's classic human nature. But if you move away from New York, your brain is telling you stories about how it was a good idea yeah, to move away from yeah. New York. And if you stayed in New York, your brain is telling you stories about how what you did was a good idea. But it's like what your brain does is just justify your impulses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now that I'm back, I'm like, I should move to New York. And the whole time I was like, I killed it leaving yeah. New York. Such a smart move. Um, people in Chicago, people in Austin, people in Denver, they're all like smart. Get the hell out of yeah. New York. And then a lot of people who had just moved out of New York. Okay, so wait, what was in Georgia? You didn't finish. Oh that. yeah, so we stayed there for, for how like long? Two two months. And Whoa, that was wild! It, and that was nice. I was biking a lot down there. Um, yeah, it was it was great. with her folks. Yeah, yeah, and dude, that was scary too because I was like meeting her family for the first time, and I was I'm a very anxious person, yeah. so I was like, oh, I'm gonna give your family COVID. They're gonna hate me. <laughs> like I don't know what we're we gonna do. And like down there, just I mean, and. I, Pretty much everywhere outside of New York, there's not as much of a culture. You know, there's the yeah. mask wearing here. It is in you. Like, I mean, there's definitely people who don't. And like now it's definitely fallen off. But yeah, like because the vaccine, everyone was wearing one. outside like, even. Yeah, it, you it wear was, them. That was like, that's what you fucking do. Yeah. And, it, you know, um, I heard a great joke. Someone's like, I haven't seen the nose of someone I wasn't having sex with in a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, it's it, it was really crazy. And then like, 
dude, yeah, dude the whole thing is just nuts because then you see people without a mask and then you immediately have like a weird like judgment and then you're like wait a minute but they're also just like live like i remember like looking at pictures of people on instagram like having parties and stuff and feeling angry but then being like why am i just in this specific situation like in any other thing i wouldn't care if right. a bunch of people hung out and no, had a good no, time but like but but then you're like oh but it's irresponsible and you're yeah, yeah, but i'm yeah, like yeah. but also like this objectively sucks for everybody like that there's no one this didn't affect in some way oh i know there's no way everyone had some level of fucking suffering from it absolutely so especially like, comedians who we all know they, yeah, like, the most we suffer the most I mean, you know, in terms of uh, the petty suffering, yeah. comedians not, it's, no, you know, it's no. up there. You know what I mean? Like, we had, I didn't feel like myself, you know? I was like, who oh, the hell? I had to go through a who the hell am I? Dude, I, yeah. Who I definitely the hell did. am I? Dude, it's, it's been insane. Yeah, dude, I mean, because actually, like, right before the pandemic, I was getting burnt out. I was thinking about quitting. Like, I went on a, a trip to Atlanta, and I just, like, lost a bunch of money, and it was kind of rough. What do you mean lost it? Gambling? No, just we didn't make money. And oh, on a comedy tour? Like, we just, because uh, it was, I, I don't know. There's a little bit of pettiness. I was, I went down there expecting to get a spot at a particular venue, and, like, a week before I was told, oh, no, we don't have a spot for oh, you. Oh, yeah. And I was like. Wait, did, did you go with Dale or did you go with Max? I went Max. Fine? I went okay, with yeah. Max. And yeah. like we were able to get some a couple other shows, but like the big reason was to do This is right before the pandemic. Yeah. I'm talking to you about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this and made was you just, really fucking And yeah, and it was just like, man, at that point, like at this point, I've been doing it in almost like ten years. Really? Almost. I started when I was like twenty two. I'm oh, thirty one now. Yeah. Like and there's a lot of like, what the fuck am I still doing? But then you're in this other position of like what else can I do? Yeah, I know. Like, and it's frustrating, man, because, like, I mean, I've been getting back on stage lately, and it's it's just like, no, I'm definitely, like, good at this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know, like, I don't know. I just, I've been feeling very good. I was, we were kind of talking a little bit before. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, but the ADHD. show last night, ADHD, <laughs> we were talking we about diagnosed. Before. Yeah. Uh, but they both have pink sweatshirts and ADHD. <laughs> Dude, the pink sweatshirts. Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, best company on the planet. A uh, great company, I'm sure. It's sure, there's something bad they're doing. Well, but. of course. I mean, like the thing is, like if you can make clothes cheaper by being worse, you, yeah, you got to do it for sure. If someone else could make clothes with worse, yeah. Anyway, it's probably yeah. Of course, it's probably it's bad. Just don't let me know. I'll find out in a couple. It's a great years. deal. It's a great. Hey, deal. I'm suffering too over here, buddy. <laughs> Without, you know, life <laughs> is suffering. You know, you know, having yeah, whatever. Yeah, get it on tape. Uh, yeah, yeah. I buy Uniqlo clothes. This is gonna be like. Like, I can't believe they're talking about you. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Me too. Uh, you're going to quit comedy before oh, the pandemic. Yeah. And now it's you feel like, yeah, you're feeling like I feel you got it. Oh, yeah. Like I did because I'm doing shows here. And then I you're got at your home. <laughs> yeah, in my home. Uh, I mean, the tiny cupboard. I was hanging out there a lot because it's only like 15 minutes away. Nice. That's what's nice about being in Bushwick is there's a shit ton of stuff like happening here. Yeah, it's very good for comedy. it's all close. Like, I don't love the neighborhood aesthetically. I love when I live in Crown Heights. I think it's so beautiful. I yeah. love the architecture. I love being near the park. But here, it is so convenient. 
And like this is a nice like where I, I like where I live. It's I like the apartment. physical apartment I live. Bushwick in. is. Uh, I like my roommates. I like I like all that shit. Yeah, Bushwick just, is post-industrial. No one actually lived here like a hundred years ago. Right. It was like warehouses and shit, and they all been and they've all been converted to housing. Whereas Crown Heights and Bed Stuy, these are old neighborhoods yeah. where people actually live. It's so really built cool. for that. Yeah, and like I I really liked. My old place, like our landlord was like a, a, a old Haitian lady who was like really nice. And we like had like a relationship with her and she would, she started off not liking me at first, but then at the end of the, you know, my time said she like loved me and was like sad to see me <laughs> Who leave. are you with? Anyone I know? Uh, or comedians or what? What do you mean? Were you with comedians in that apartment? No, no, just me and my ex. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Is so a live in relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause we started living together during the pandemic and they were like, oh, this rocks. And then, uh, let's then we, do it. Let's do it. And then it didn't work out. So I'm here. And now we're here. And now we're here. Now we're but here at the Stash Manor. The stash you felt, Manor. You felt, yeah, it's not a bad place to fall into, honestly. I, really? I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I was really I was really broken up about the... And still am. Like, I'm, it's still, like, really hard to, like, talk about and think about. But, like, uh, I also can't complain. Because, I, I mean, I do always kind of just land in... I'm fine. Yeah, right. I, it's fine. Yeah. I, I ended up... <laughs> Like I have to like remind myself all the time. Like I, I started comedy in Toledo, Ohio, and now I'm living in New York city. And that's something I never thought. I I remember like being like 28 and like pushing like a refrigerator in a warehouse and just being like, I'm never going to fucking, I'm never going to move. I'm going to only do comedy here. And it's in Toledo, you were in Toledo. I thought you went to, did you go to Michigan or something like that? So Toledo is an hour South from Detroit. Oh, like wow. Ar- My friend John Rogero, who's a comic that, in Toledo still, but he has a great, he's like, Toledo is an amazing place to leave. It's so <laughs> convenient. It's like just right in the middle. It's like near the top northwest part of Ohio. Yeah. And so you're like an hour. And it's very, it's very Detroit vibes. It's a very like similar, like kind of like Bushwick. I think yeah, maybe that's yeah, why I, I feel a little bit of an abrasion. because Like but, a bombed out. Yeah. Uh, you're like, fuck. USSR country. That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With a couple good coffee shops and a record <laughs> store. I mean, there's cool shit happening there. Like, there's an amazing art museum that has like a. a it, it was the formerly the glass city. Oh. And what's that? Uh, so they they used to manufacture like a lot of glass, and then they started doing uh, like studio glass blowing there. Like some of like the engineers and shit started yeah. fucking around with it because it was like an old thing. I used to date a glass blower that worked uh, at the museum, and they like do like these different demonstrations. So there's all this cool like glass art, and a lot of that stuff you see now like that started originally there. Okay. And now people do it all, and that's like a wild culture too. Like I dated her for like three years, and um, yeah, man, it was uh, it's a wild culture, so interesting. Glass blowing culture. Yeah, dude, it's a whole. It's almost like comedy. It's like its own <laughs> thing. There's like things you do and things you don't do. Like uh, you either you make art. Or you make like pipes and bongs. Exactly. And there's no, you don't fuck, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. an integrity there. They look down on it if you right. make just pipes and bongs. Yeah. It's it's the hack. You're the hack. Yeah. <laughs> You're the road hack. Yeah. yeah they make yeah. money, but who cares? No one respects them. Which now I'm kind of leaning into the road hack. I'm selling t-shirts on the road. And- I have no, I, I really uh, regret every piece of shit I talked about, about any hack. Because hacks Damn. are what we call people who uh, get laughs, but not from the back of the room. Is that essentially yeah, like? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like. I don't know. You see a lot of stuff that's just like, oh yeah, that's a very generalized joke. It's you didn't really work hard to write that, but break new ground. In a way, it's like the joke will work. Like, of course, the joke works. Like, hacks aren't bad comedians. They just aren't original. 
And it's an important distinction to make is that like you, what you're mad about them, they're not mad because you're ruining their. They're not bombing. They're no, doing they're doing well doing with very bullshit. well. Yeah, and it's it's definitely like, a, well, I work so hard to like work. A, dude, I remember like there were times I would work in clubs and I I would go on set and I feel like I would have a good set and then the guy after me was like doing Jack Nicholson impressions <laughs> and he was killing <laughs> and I was like. Am I the same? Is that like I thought I really put time into my Joe and like looking back, probably not. You know, it's uh, I know, dude. It's it's so wild. Like yeah, just to think like having done it for like ten years, there's just so much, so much perspective that's so interesting. Like moving out here, you just kind of realize how a lot of like there's a lot of like, in like smaller scenes, there's a lot of pettiness, and I feel yeah. like within New York, there kind of is, but it's almost too big. Yeah, no, you no. can't care about what everyone else is doing. There's not enough. Uh, it's not a community. It's like the you know New York comedy is never doing one specific thing. It's right. So much stuff going on. There's so many people just uh, doing their own good. thing. Yeah. You know, like there's there's all kinds of like separate scenes. I mean, there's yeah. you know there's like a Bushwick scene, and there's like a Bushwick queer scene, and there's like a Bushwick black. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it, everyone there's. There's too many things going on for you yeah. to be like, oh, well, I can't. And of course, you still do. Of course, you still <laughs> like, what did I didn't, didn't I get that? But like, um, that's what that's what pre-podcast conversations are for. Yeah, or, or for, yeah. Um, or for uh, talking shit about the little petty things that comedians do. Yeah. Um. So wait, where were we in this in the Mike Czar story? You're down in oh, uh, down in Georgia. And then we came. We ended up coming back. And because uh, they were bringing us back into the office in like July. So they started to bring us back. And uh, I I just hated going to that office, man. Like it just it, it was like we worked in this copy room with no windows. Jesus and the Christ. machine was in there. And it was me and Mike, which neither of us are small guys. <laughs> you know? I mean, luckily, he w- it was the most again. It, I feel like a lot of my life is like there's there are shit there's suffering in my life, but it's the most manageable suffering. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it's a shitty job, but like at least the person you're with is tolerable. You got to give credit to your attitude though, because anyone it's like, it's all about your point of view. You've got a good, you've got a good attitude. Cause like, yeah, it's just cause it's like, at least I can hang out with this, Guy. And he also loves the same thing that I love the most. Like Mike and I would just talk about stand up. Yeah, I know. So we could have those petty conversations all the fucking time <laughs> while we're at our day job. I could just <laughs> vent about that all day. And it, it, it just the fact that we <laughs> he put up a <laughs> he put up a uh, like a he printed out a picture of a window with the sun. <laughs> and he put it on the wall. <laughs> it's so funny. That's dude. very funny. Oh, it's so right. Funny. And humor makes those things better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you guys were just talking about uh, like comedy. You're just like yeah. talking about like your favorites or or like yeah. or local people. Yeah, or and just that kind of stuff, or just like music or whatever. You know, yeah. just like hanging out. Um, and in New York too, you probably were out at different places last night. And it's like, where were you last yeah. night? Okay, here's who crushed, here's right. who bombed. Like this show is actually really good, even though it's in a barbershop or whatever. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. And it, a lot of that was uh, that was, that was really fun. But dude, it just I don't know. I got really tired of. Uh, Cause it was a, it was like a shitty mailroom job, you know? I mean, we were basically like, you had to like set up meetings for like these fancy lawyers and stuff. Yeah. You're so yeah. What were you doing? You were doing was, the mailroom or were yeah, you setting yeah. up meetings? So I got like, so kind of both. It was kind of like a general labor, like, oh yeah. And that's the, th- it's like that, like the irony of my life is even with this job, every job I've ever had has just basically been pick this up put that over there it has been every job any variation of every job i've ever had in my life has been that pick this up put it over put it over there and uh but not there don't put it over there there. asshole shut up 
Stop um, complaining. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just kind of wanted a break from that because I got it through temping and it was nice. It was uh, and then I was I saw this position and it was kind of like, oh, you can use this to kind of like parlay it into like a film position. Could you, though? You're mopping the floor, Alleged, right? Well, because you're around them. But COVID... Like, you know that guy who mopped the floor? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, the, basically, the thing was, like, you can be... Yeah, I, I think I just really wanted a change from, like, that job. Yeah. And then looking back, I don't know if I should have done it. Okay. Uh, but but I also get paid more at this job. I get a lot of overtime. Um, so I'm, like, living comfortably. That's the other thing. It's like, okay, but I also can't complain. Well, the like, money's good, yeah. Yeah, I can, like, afford to, like, live, and I'm not, like, freaking out all the time. Yeah, the, the, um, it's, the, it's the the takeout mentality where it's, yeah. like, where it's like, I can always get takeout. If I want to get takeout every night this week, it won't be, it won't be like, an issue to yes, pay rent. Yes, that's huge. That's huge. Um, uh, that's that's how you know you're like comfortable. I know. And yeah. Christian cooks all the fucking time. That's another oh, that's reason amazing. he's like better than me. Oh <laughs> like my he's God. doing push-ups in his room and cooking. Yeah, and it's he's all cooking. self-improvement. Dude, he's all self-improvement. I'm looking right now. I'm looking at a pour-over kettle. I'm looking at one of those with the yeah, thin dude, with the thin spout, so you can really perfect a pour-over. It's it's that's very. And he goes, upsetting. Mike, you want some? I just made a bunch of coffee. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I have to like resent him for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a better version. Fine, of Fine, but you owe, I owe you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I just, I really wanted to get out of that law office job. And actually, you know what? It's kind of funny because Max Fine kind of advised me against it. Uh, but because it's at 5 a.m., I know, but right? at that point, I wasn't getting booked. Like, that was kind of the thing. A lot of the pandemic this was like, during the pandemic, this is during the pandemic. Yeah, like, yeah, and there were shows going on. So part of me was like, all right, well, if I'm not getting booked, I can at least like do look into other things. Yeah, okay. And, um, then I now I've like started to kind of, and I can kind of make it work. Like that's the other thing. I've been getting spots lately. Yeah, you just have to be like, yeah, I'm gonna be tired. Do you take a nap day. or what do you? Do? I, I usually take because I usually get off at like one. Oh yeah. Okay. So then then you're done. Yeah, most comedians are just waking up at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's it, that kind of that part is nice. It's just the staying up late. Yeah, uh, you know. It, it, it has wreaked havoc. No, on I used life. to work my job right before the, or like, no, my job that they based the unemployment off of was at this hotel and I worked 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah. Like Wednesday through Sunday. I like having Monday and Tuesday off. It's like, a, yeah. that's fun. I it think it's, fun. everything's open or whatever. But then, but then like, yeah, you're napping. And also mics here are like at 6, 630 a lot of times. I'm mics though. I know. I'm not doing them. I'm done. I'm out. Good. Fuck them. I they just don't. can't, dude. I can't. <laughs> I, I mean... There is something to them. Like, I feel, did we meet at a mic? Or, like, I for feel sure. like we, like, I feel like I've met a lot of my friends here from yeah. mics. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for going. Yeah. I think I put way too much stock in them. And, cause then the thing was, I'd feel so bad about myself doing a mic. And then I would get shows. <laughs> like, when I moved here, I didn't really like, know anybody. I didn't know, like, I didn't really have any, like, ins. That's bad. I always yeah. just, like, wanted to live here. And I was like, fuck it. I'm yeah. almost 30. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> um, and, so, cause I guess I thought about moving to Chicago, but then I was, it, I remember I was walking, man, I, sorry, I sidetracked into so many stories, but I remember I was walking through Central Park and, uh, I just was like, okay, maybe I'll move to Chicago cause maybe I'll do that first. And then I remember feeling sad and be like, oh, I have to like wait to move to New York. And I was like, well, just go there. Yeah. Right. Also, if you're going to start over, start over once. Don't make yeah, it like, I know. even harder on yourself. Right, you'd be thirty-five. Yeah. Like I think I'm ready to move to New York. Yeah, because but it, cause New York is gonna be so humbling. I heard that. I heard that same Dude, advice. New York is gonna be so humbling. You're gonna start over again. You need to still have some some of that fire yeah. in you. 
And I feel like I'm just starting to get over that almost like three years in. Dude, yeah. it sucked. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like the king of my scene, but like, I don't know. I was like opening pretty regularly for my friend. Like my friend uh, Brad was on Conan. He's the guy I have a podcast with. Nice. Him. And uh, he's been on Conan like three times. So he got to headline a lot. And he would bring me along with him, and that was like really fun. And then my friend Zach Martina, who opens for uh, uh, Rory Scovel, Rory Scovel. I've seen him. Or yeah, open for yeah. So I used to open for him all too. We used to go up to like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, like the the shit that's like up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the, the Upper Peninsula, right. dude. It's wild. The people. It should there be different. It should be a different country. I it's mean, insane. It should be in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. It's kind of more like Wisconsin. It really is. Because then we would circle through and do Wisconsin. And yeah, because you're kind of going over the Great Lake, over Lake Superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to go like over another bridge or something. It's or so, it's like the, I think it's connected land. It's so separate. Yeah, it's dude. So, it's and weird. then it makes you... Right, isn't it kind of like Alaska-y? It is. It's okay, beautiful. That's kinda, I've never been it's there. It's so beautiful cool. up there. Um, and then uh, Jeff Horst, who was on... Uh, he was on Heart of the City. I met Jeff. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. I love Jeff, man. I, I met Jeff pre-Heart of the City. Dude, oh you, yeah. Comedy Central's own Jeff Force. That's yeah. what I like talking about. Comedy Central's. Uh, so, like, I mean, Detroit was... I didn't live in Detroit. I was a part of the scene because it was like an hour away, and I was okay. there all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't live there, and it was just like a thing of like, okay, anywhere I move is going to be better than Toledo, Ohio. For like, sure. For stage time. I mean, I was able to kind of scrape together some shows and like we were like put them on and stuff, but you're just not going to, I don't know. There's something about being here. Like sometimes I think about leaving, but like the other day, like Jaffer Khan texted me and he was like, hey, Roy Wood Jr. is going to do a set at the tiny cupboard. He's doing all new shit. Like come over here. It's going to start in 30 minutes. So like I had just gotten food. So like I wolf it down real quick and I get on my bike and I race over and like, I hear him on like just getting up on the like introduce on the rooftop. I'm like like locking on my bike. I'm all sweaty, running up the stairs, <laughs> and like the sun's going down. And uh, and then I got there, and I realized I forgot my phone, and I was like, oh shit, did it fall out when I was riding? I was like, you know what? I'll just look for it later. Don't even think I'm about just it. gonna watch this show. Enjoy Road Jr. And dude, I didn't like take a picture or anything. It was so beautiful, but it was like a very like I can't take a picture. It almost felt like. Like a spiritual thing of like, of no course. man, just be like here. Yeah, watch this. This guy you respect, like Roy Wood Jr. is amazing. I've seen him kill at uh, like I remember back to back weekends when I lived back in the Midwest. I saw him kill at uh, Ann Arbor Showcase, which is like a little bit more of uh, like there's a lot of doctors, professors. They'll they'll get like a little bit more nuanced, subtle shit. Yeah, he killed there, and then he would also kill at the Toledo Funny Bone, <laughs> like the same way. And you're like, dude, I mean, that's amazing. That's yeah, yeah. really good. And uh, I do, I mean, lately where I, I've been feeling good about myself, not last night was a little bit of a, because I was like, oh shit, I'm doing a bunch of jokes that comics had already heard. I feel like a lot of my friends had already heard sure. a lot of those that shit. But like, I don't know, I went, I went and did some weekends in the Midwest and then like I came back and I did a show in Bushwick and I did mostly the same jokes and I'm like, no, this, I'm I'm doing it. I know I'm good at this. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, it's not, I think a lot of that's like not going to mics, you know, cause, cause I would do mics and I'd feel bad about myself. And like, I don't know, just cause I don't know. I kind of want to like insert the name of a random Bushwick comedian, but it's <laughs> nothing personal. But like, Oh, someone doesn't like me. They saw you. They don't oh, like you. Oh, Noah Rockland doesn't like me. Oh, okay. There you like go. he didn't think that was funny. Um, he wasn't and, paying attention because no one's paying attention. It's right. one of the worst situations for comedy ever. But do you remember, like, there were good ones. There were ones that, like, I felt like this is productive. Tuesday at the Creek, 11 p.m. I know. That one I... That's the one. That was good. Uh, I loved Efficiency Mike. 
Do you remember that Christmas one? Eve, yeah. Dude, I love that Thursday. one. That was such a fun concept. It was different, but it also had this thing of like, it forces people to pay attention. Like it, it forced because people. yeah the, the 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 gimmick was they the guy made a program where it puts everyone's name into a virtual uh, bucket and you don't know who's gonna go up next and it sorts it all and out it sorts it all out and then it pops up your name you're up next and then you go up and it, it has a countdown behind you it divides the time equally for one hour between every comedian that comes yeah so it'd be like two and a half three minutes sometimes three and a half minutes. Um, they have a daily double option where you can you can like roll for the daily double and it flips a coin and then either you get half the time or double the time. Dude, it was so fun. And the thing was also it would order it. You would see the person on stage and then was it the next two? No, just the, just next, the next one. one. So, so you had could, to you couldn't even leave the room. You, you had to pay attention. You couldn't even you could like maybe go pee and come. Yeah, back. and yeah. it it just made it fun. It just it it was just different than a normal mic. It added kind of like, and I don't know. It, it didn't have that like. Do they like me kind of thing? It was just like, yeah. no, this is just fun. Like, it, it's just whoever shows up and whoever gets up. And it's, ugh, it just felt so great. I think, but even like it was, I think I, a few times I talked about, talked about it was like the, the real like thing that they, the real stride they took was uh, giving half of a shit about yes. putting on a good open mic. Yes. Whereas everyone else is just like, who cares? This is fart, fart, poop town yeah, sucks. Yeah. Um, but they were like, let me, just, let's see if we can try. Yeah. Just try a little Which, bit. I get I've run mics and it's horrible demoralizing because <laughs> even if it's good it's gonna be good until it's bad because you have to let everybody yes. who comes go up Ugh, it sucks so much sad I used to <laughs> when I was in Toledo though we had a mic and like occasionally with do get people come in that like are like oh they're not really good so the one thing it was at least a small enough pool that I could order people that oh, I would yeah. go okay I know so and so is gonna do well I know so and so is not gonna do well I can know that and so like I would get a sign up list and then I would make an order. Yeah. So that way it's like I can kind of keep it. You can't really do that here keep when there's 300 yeah. comedians at a. Yeah. And they're a, all pretty good. Yeah. They all have. I mean, like what most people have, like it's that's what New York is. That's I think one of the values of New York is like watch your back because everyone's pretty good. Dude. Like you think you have a cool that, 10. It's like everyone's got a good 10. Fuck man, off. Dude. It's it. What I love about here is I feel like it's exposed me to. So many different, like Andrew Casertano. You watch that guy, and you're like, there yeah. is nothing. I've never seen anyone do anything like that. Nothing close to it. That, that's like, it. That is a, and I, I won't even explain it on the pot. Just like look him up. Like that's an insane. Yeah. It's he's it's, chanting, and he's like not telling jokes so much as like chanting and, it's, and talking. But it's through funny, it. and Very it's like funny. it's it's well thought out. It's deep. It's dark. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. It's it's all these things, and it's so funny, and you just don't. I right. mean, you don't it doesn't get have that to be else. dating is weird. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. Tinder or my girlfriend jokes. It's like it could be anything, dude. There's and it, so it's, much yeah, options. It's so cool, and uh, I think you just that's. I mean, that's and that's a cool thing about comedy too. Like I, I've been trying to keep this as like a mindset of like comedy is a terrible reason to live, but it's an amazing excuse to live. <laughs> you know, like I don't think I wouldn't live here if I didn't do comedy. I don't think I would live here. I don't think I would have like yeah. I think I don't think I would have had as many, like, met so many people. Like, people who are different than me. I don't think I would have met, like, any trans people or queer people. Yeah. Honestly, and I'm, I'm from the Midwest. Very, it grew up very segregated. You lived yeah. there for a while. Yeah, like, you white. get it. Like, yeah. it's not overt, but it's ingrained. Yeah, it Like, happens. it's there. And so, like, yeah, I didn't really have, like, a lot of, like, black friends or, like, non-white friends when I was younger. Exactly. And so, a lot of, just from comedy. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I remember the first... 
I remember like hearing Dave Chappelle's uh, Killing Him Softly. And that was the first time where I was like, oh, this is like outside of like a white perspective. I've never like exactly police violence. I've never. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I thought they were like nice. They help people. Cry. But it's it's this whole thing that you're like, oh, I never even. There are guys considered. like you with mustaches who are working hard out there. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. 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 Guys look exactly like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was 24 when I heard that. <laughs> but I love that. It's a, it's not a good reason to live, but no. it's a good excuse. Because if you put all that pressure on it, like, it's just, it's unsustainable. It's, like, too hard. You have to, like, kind of live. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's an argument. I have friends that are like, no, man, you should do mics. You should be doing mics all the time. I have, I have friends who are, like, very funny. And that's, like, their thing. And I'm like, I, I just can't. Because then I, well, I'm going to wait in a room. I... Time is so valuable. I was kind of doing that bit last night, but I've also been thinking about that. Like, you don't know how much time you have. Oh, I love that bit. Right? It was That's a weird. great idea. It's like every time you do anything, you are swiping the debit card of time. Yeah. And you're hoping that uh, it clears. It clears. <laughs> because you don't know. You don't know. You're not guaranteed any of that shit. So it's just very like, I don't know. Like, if I'm going to sit in a room and just like watch people not have a good ass time. I got an open mic. Like, why no. am I going to do that to myself? No, you know, I just don't. Unless you think it's going to be, yeah, it needs to have a an out. Needs, yeah, it needs to have what's what's this going to? How is yeah. it going to help me do more comedy? You I know? mean, yeah, I, I just and I don't know. Like, that was kind of a reason. I mean, I, I would have friends that like would do crazy. I mean, I would do crazy drives in the Midwest, but I had friends that would drive all the way the fuck out somewhere for like no hotel and, and I, there's a lot of those like gigs where I was like I'm not gonna do that yeah like that's insane yeah, like yeah. that's kind of I would do anything for jokes yeah yeah, yeah. but I won't do that I don't know I think there's just like a limit and I I mean we've talked about the ADHD and it's very evident that I have it <laughs> for talking <laughs> for to me real. for five minutes for real uh, but I, I'm right there with you so no problem but Ooh, uh, kitty. oh yeah i elbowed a kitty cat and i can't pet it because i have allergies oh I'm sorry. if i no no if i it's just a thing where if i touch the cat uh, and then touch my eye so it's like uh, not even like yeah that's really more about getting hair in your eye yeah that's or yeah. the dander whatever dander is i don't know oh my I've, god your eyes are so big and pretty i know i yo-yo is very sweet uh but she's she's just a very come to you kind of and she looks like she might be coming to you Good she kitty. can sense your vibe. Yeah. Or she can sense that you can't touch her. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they're like women. If they know you can't touch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can. This is a. I don't think he would mind me telling me this story. But uh, <laughs> one time, uh, Max, I was hanging out with Max and Dale. And uh, Max finding Dale Cheeseman. And Max has got, or Dale's got a, a dog. Like a little, like, yeah, yeah, butter dog. And Max had done acid earlier in the day as he. Publicly proclaims do. he yes. probably proclaims that he does it. Uh, but they were worried that like because he was like super sweaty and they're like don't touch the dog because you might lick your sweat and we don't want the dog to trip out on that. So it was, there was this adorable dog running around the apartment like trying to jump on everybody. <laughs> it's like a little like dachshund. It was the it's the cutest dog in the world. And Max is having a meltdown because he can't touch it. <laughs> just, he can't handle it. It's cute, but I can't. Yeah, like oh no, I can't do it. The forbidden fruit. Yeah, yeah. That's very careful. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? I they mean, were, I mean, I, I think they. It, it was an expense of dog uh, a little but, dog but i think they're also like worried i, I don't know i think they're also like worried because we were like in the park i don't remember the exact reasoning but they were kind of like yeah you're it, there's something if she licks you she'll get i don't know dale has read so much up on these dogs every time oh, i talk good. to him he, he's like oh here's another dog training fact oh wow <laughs> yeah he's yeah, okay a voracious he leader. knows yeah yeah he is yeah now that's so funny that if you would sweat out acid the dog could lick it 
and get high. That's on acid. what I mean. But also, I mean, f- the story is really about um, the last thing you want to hear on acid is that obscure, on un- un- not yeah yeah weird rule that you don't oh, you can't you dude, can't. That's the worst. It's like no hugs. Mm-hmm. And that's all you're fucking thinking. Can you about. imagine if COVID spread through dogs? How oh, how many suicides that would everyone would have killed themselves? Horrible. Yeah, horrible. That would have been horrible. <laughs> <sighs> COVID, COVID was like great for dogs. Oh, and amazing! For My brother got a dog. Yeah, everyone yeah, got a dog. Everyone got a dog. Um, I want a dog. I just remember like home enough, and it's so yeah, much I know. work. People who have dogs spent more time with them. I went up and saw my parents' dog. It was great. We bonded. Yeah. Um, when I come home now, the dog's like, "Let's go. We're gonna go for oh, another yeah. five mile run." Yeah, I got to hang out with my parents' dog. Oh, I yeah, I love that dog so, so much. good. Love a parent's dog because uh, it's like the nephew of dog. Yeah, yeah. You're like you're there. It loves you. You're in the family, but you're not ultimately yeah. responsible. Like I don't think I fed my dog for like a month. I was there for like oh, yeah, months, they... and I was like, oh yeah, should I feed this thing? I could do that if you want. Yeah, that's fine. That's whatever. Yeah, I didn't once take care of it. Damn. Shit's in the woods. How long were you home? So long, Mike. Yeah. Um, from March until. I went on a big road trip in uh, August, a month or two, at the end of which I bought the van and started doing my own road trips. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so like six months solid, and then here and there for five months, and then I left at the end of 2020. So, like, yeah, eight or nine months. Wow, wow. Yeah, a lot of family time. Yeah. I was like, this counts as, uh, yeah, so I'm doing just Thanksgiving and Christmas for the rest of my life. Oh, Um, yeah. I put in the time with you guys, okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I it's because uh, I couldn't go. I couldn't also. I couldn't go home because my parents uh, like take care of my grandfather, like oh, my, yeah. my dad's dad, and he's like eighty and like has dementia. And it's like, yeah, we can't, uh, whatever. Right. Um, but I have like gone back. I think total three times. I went like once in September. I went, and then these past two weekends, I couldn't get the time off work, so I flew out, did the weekend at the club, flew back, worked, then flew back out. God, the, damn. Yeah, but at least I had a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I I do have a thing where I I definitely make my life harder than it needs to be. Yeah. I'm yeah. like looking at that. Like that's another thing in my 30s and like doing like therapy. It's like, oh wow, why do I do that? <laughs> always. I think it's like a Catholic thing where you're like, yeah, I just yeah. make this way more complicated and way harder than it needs to. Oh, be. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. One time with the van, the van broke down, and I needed to get it to Indiana to get fixed. Yeah. It was it was um, under warranty in Indiana. So I needed to get it. If it was free, if I got oh, it back to Indiana, it broke yeah. down. I ended up shipping the car back to Indiana. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like uh, talking it through with a friend, and I was telling her, I was like, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to get the car shipped, and uh, I'm going to ask the guy who's shipping it, hey, can I ride with you to Indiana for free or give you 100 bucks or whatever, and uh, he'll do it, and then I'll go to Indiana. I'll stay in a hotel next yeah. to the van. Um and she was like, why don't you just take a bus and go to the Denver where you wanted to go and then fly? And I was like... Yeah, I don't know. I think it might cost a little more. And she's like, "Okay, so you're taking the Catholic option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punishing yourself for like for what? Your right. own car trouble? Yeah, you didn't dude. do that? Oh, dude, there's so much of that. It's like, yeah, it's my own money. Like, I, that's. I mean, I can I can buy comfort. You exactly. Know? That's why you have money. Exactly. To yeah, to to get you a, out of a. Unfortunately, exactly. that's how happiness is bought through money. Unfortunately, oh that's the God. system we've set up, and that's well. There's a difference between like between like if you ha- you have all day to cook and you go out and buy a thirty dollar lunch, or you're like yeah. you're stuck in New York and you're hungry and your flight leaves in two hours. It's like oh, oh for yeah, sure. thirty dollar fucking lunch, dude. yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I was that's thinking like Ubers for. to the airport. Like Uber, I have a car, right? But like it's like yeah, man, it's an extra like thirty forty bucks. Like fuck exactly, it. And, and then it eliminates so much. Yeah, you buy that de-stressing. Buy yeah, that it's, it's calm. It. Yeah. Exactly. And then I sold t-shirts with my face on them, and that kind of made up for it. So. I can't believe you put your shirt on 
you're facing the shirt. Yeah. Respect. I don't dude. have them anymore, but I sold them all out. That sold out. Yeah. I used to feel like really guilty selling merch, and now I kind of don't. I don't really care. I like, kind of play around with it. Like, yeah, this is kind of uncomfortable or whatever. I like joke around like, oh, yeah, I don't like don't feel obligated. Just like acknowledge me on the way out. Like make, be, make treat me like a human being. <laughs> like, that's, that? And they do. It was like, oh, hi, say hi. You know, I don't want people to feel like, oh, you have to buy this shirt. I mean, you I make said, a joke about not having health insurance. Okay. <laughs> and like, just don't feel obligated. But you, you know, I don't have health insurance. <laughs> like that's part now, of the merch pitch. And, yeah. What's the pitch? Is that, you're, you're featuring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because uh, usually the headliner, I mean, not features you, sell merch. Traditionally, too. the way I learned it, you ask. You ask the headliner, oh, hey, yeah. do you have merch? Is this going to like cut into your shit? Yeah. Because um, usually like merch tables are so only so wide and like it's, it is it is just like an awkward interaction. It is. Sure. But like. Um, merch is short for merchandise, if you hmm. don't know. <laughs> uh, the uh, the comedians And it's the only way you can make money on the road. Yeah. Featuring. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, gonna to get some. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so I, I had t-shirts from back in the day. And it's a joke I don't even really do here. It's a joke about like having facial hair and how it makes you manly. That was so and, funny. Like, you're like, you're like, this is a joke you've never heard because I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do it. It's not cool enough for Brooklyn, even it, though if you were Roy, Roy Wood Jr., you would do it apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is it's so dumb. I mean, it's so I don't know. But then it, it what's interesting because the opposite sometimes happens. Like there were jokes I was doing it in like at, when I was doing these weekends in clubs and. I hate to be that, but it's like, oh, this kills in Brooklyn. But like, it would kill in Brooklyn. And I, I do it there. Like that animal documentary joke. Yeah. That used to open. I used to say the thing about the mongoose being brothers. And people, like, I used to say that first. Yeah. And people in Brooklyn loved it. They thought that was really funny. Yeah. And I would always get a laugh. And then, like, I had more parts to it. And I kept trying to do it in the midway. And it wasn't working. And then, like, I think just out of nowhere, I said something about, like, how do these snakes know each other? That's incredible. And they, they love that. <laughs> I think just in my brain was like, just being on stage, like, what's a funny word? Snakes. Yeah. And then I ended up putting that first, putting the mongoose part afterwards. And now I think it like it's more. Oh, isn't that great? Or like I have a joke. I didn't do it there, but I have a joke about. Actually, I had some friends help me with this one. Uh, Brett Hayden and uh, Eric Lau, two Ann Arbor comics. I was at Ann Arbor and I have this joke about having a pregnancy scare on Father's Day. Because <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> that actually happened. Um, and uh, it was like, it's never going to happen again. Uh, there's no situation. I, I, like this, that situation is never going to happen. It's very like a, this is like, it's like that kind of, of joke, but, um, uh, I'll never like, no one's ever going to pee on a stick and be like, Oh, happy Yom Kippur. You know, you're in the club. Right. 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 And it would kill out here, but that's because people knew Jewish people out here. Yom Kippur. And then I would do it there and it, it was getting nothing. So I was like trying to change it like Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. Or da, something. Yeah. And then my friend Eric was like, Hey, what you should do, just spell it out for them. Just say, Oh, turns out you're Jewish because he's like Yom Kippur is very. It's just a funny sounding. Sorry, that's offensive to say, but like it's. Yeah. It, I mean, comedy. It's a very good comedy. Oh yeah, punch all line. the words. Yeah, the, the, it's the, a very the like, sounds are right. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. So, but people just need to know what that is. So if you just say, "Oh, you're Jewish," happy Yom, and then I did it on that show. And I was like recording that show. And then afterwards, the first thing I did is I went up to Eric. And that was like in the middle of my set. And I went to the Eric immediately. And I was like, it worked. It worked. And he's like, I know. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Dude, I love that. I, yeah. that I he mean, cared enough. I, dude, that's, I do. That's not New York. No. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like the Midwest, there, there is a lot of that. Like people like helping each other with jokes. And it, there is a pettiness. I mean, there is like people getting mad at stuff. And then when you move out, you're like, oh, that doesn't, none of that matters. Yeah. But like that communal aspect of like everyone kind of being friend, everyone like, yeah. knowing each other. That's like really, I mean, I, I have that 
more so now in New York than I did. Yeah. But but there it feels like it's like no one else is comedians. We're comedians. Yeah. And then here it's like everyone, everyone I fucking know. Can st- everyone I would stop. even be on dates. I compared it like I would be on dates in Chicago. I'd be like, I do comedy. And she'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And in New York, I'd be like, I do comedy. And they'd be like, oh, my roommate does comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know my roommate. You. <laughs> exactly. It would be like, or my, I have already dated a guy. Or like, I had a girl be like, oh, I said I would never date a comedian again. Yeah. Be like yeah, that shit. Yeah. Like, like, what? It's already, God. Yeah, that happened once. I thought it was I special. A, yeah. I had a girl. I dated a girl for a little bit who dated uh, a comedian and she had like a freak out at me once on a show. Cause I, I had mentioned like dating other women in the past and, or like the way she took it was that like, she's like, Oh, that's super dis-. And I guess it was because this other guy used to talk about like always on stage. I'm like, Oh, I've all these women I fucked and da, 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 like while they were dating. Okay. And it was like this like trauma it triggered her trauma. That, yeah. Like the joke that I made was relatively innocuous. Yeah. But, um, it was, a, it was a very like, oh, yeah, a few months ago I went on a date and then like she was mad. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, the relationship ended. Yeah. Uh, it was like a two-month thing. So Yeah, but okay, so yeah, I, that's what I'm so afraid of dating for. That's part of the reason where it's like, because I was like, there's very few people who I will like more than comedy. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if any of them are out there. Yeah. Well, like yeah. more than comedy, you know, like, yeah. uh, so if uh, they threaten my comedy, I'm like, well, it's, I know. Uh, there's the door. I mean, it's you or it's. It's me or I don't know. It's like me yeah. doing comedy or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I've been in a couple of those. The last one, was like, I should be able to blatantly bad. lie and say yeah. I'm single or something. I don't even care. Yeah, like, I should yeah. be able to just totally lie. I don't know. Right, right. Um, I don't know. I also, but I also try not to do a lot of jokes about people I've dated in general. I don't know. I always, I just feel like it's are bad. Yeah, and it also feels a little unfair, and always comes off to me as kind of petty. I don't know. I also understand it's like different as like a man because like women will do it and like it's a lot about like shitty things that have been done to them. Yeah. And as a man, sometimes it's very hard to be like, can you believe what this girl did? And it's like, no, she was totally reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) We're on her side. We've listened to you talk for 15 minutes. We absolutely understand. No, I've totally been like, I think I'm on her side for all these for some of these jokes. where It's like, what? Yeah. I don't think that's crazy of her to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's very. uh, Yeah. Um, but I have so many things where it's like it's so general. Like I like right. generalize it so much, or like I put two people together, or I take yeah, something, yeah. a small thing someone said, and make it a way bigger thing. Oh, totally, you totally. Know what I mean? So you it's lie. almost like that's what you do. It's yeah. show business, baby. Yeah, it's like a lot of elaboration. Yeah. Like, like last night, my friend came to the show, and she was like, "Did a girl really? Uh, did a girl really like refuse to cheers you because you were cheersing with water?" And I was like. Not really. I mean, she made it a remark that like it's bad luck, and I was yeah, I did I funnier to say she refused. Yeah, yeah, she it's refused. Funnier. It's just a yeah. funnier story, and right, and then I yell at her. That's that's way funnier than me being like, actually, that's uh, come on, I, cheers. Like yeah, you know, what I mean, yeah. like uh, well, it's like a, it's like that. I mean, to get all philosophical, but it's like that, like almost religious. I've even heard about like conspiracy theorists where like the the actual thing isn't as important as the general story behind it. The point you were trying to make is people are weird around sobriety. Exactly. They're uncomfortable around sobriety. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the general... So the, you getting there quicker is exactly. just she refused. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's um right. It's truer almost. It's spiritually true. Spiritually true. Yes. There's a Tim O'Brien quote where he's talking about the difference between story truth and happening truth. And he yeah. tells some examples of like, here's some stuff that really happened that sounds fucking fake because it's yeah. so specific and weird. Yeah. And then here's some stuff that's like story true where it's like right. got characters and you yeah. understand them yeah. right away. You understand their motivations and then they're like, oh, of course that happened. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the stuff that happens, or it's like it would be unbelievable if you told the actual truth too. Right, right. Or it's just it's or just boring. like not yeah. Boring. <laughs> that's mostly what it is. It's like oh, this is kind of boring. It takes like a while to set up and yeah, right. If we yeah. were at a party, I'd tell you the yeah. exact story and uh, you know. But I and you've seen how I tell stories. It doesn't really oh, work. Yeah. I'm not very linear, so I have to keep my stuff short. That is a huge thing. I'm like I have to really edit my jokes down to like keep it even like when I, I clip like I've been doing like short reels I'm like god I just talk so much <laughs> unnecessary I think it's kind of charming on stage it makes yeah. it feel more natural but that might just be an excuse for being bad they want to know you and also yeah when you're subtitling you have to type out every word you're like really this whole phrase is useless yeah like, yeah this whole I, I one whole frame of the video is unnecessary this yeah, whole block of text that? why yeah. did I say that adds another 10 seconds exactly and I won't be able to be viewed on reels if I did is I it 30 seconds Seconds is reels. I don't. I think maybe forty five. Forty five. You I know. know. It's. I hate it. I hate it. But I also. It's like interesting to do. I've been like trying to make them lately. Good. Yeah. But they're also like annoying. Um. I can't believe people are doing them. Like I did. You did like I did a show last night. Here's yeah. the reel. Yeah. yeah That's wild, yeah. isn't it? Don't you feel like scared or like are or? Both? Well, that joke. I did that joke about um uh, Cruella Deville, and. Like there's a Corella Bill yeah. movie. I think it's the one you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a short shelf life. Like, I, I can only tell that joke for maybe two more weeks. Right. It won't be on the album. No one yeah. cares. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no one cares. I mean, so it's just like this is funny, and I'm never gonna be able to do it again. Even when you brought it up, people were like, huh, because it's like it's like on Twitter right now. Yeah. People yeah. About yeah. That movie. It's a good point. And actually, I wrote that joke like, I think two or three months ago when it first came on Twitter. When it, it was gonna be. Yeah, and I think okay. I wrote it as a tweet. And now the movie's and it out. Got some likes and then i tried to make it as a tiktok and <laughs> it got banned literally and word for word there's the whole thing about like they should make it about the squid lady with the big honkers <laughs> and it got banned it was like oh is this this is like sexual because you said honkers i said honkers i didn't say tits i didn't say you know i mean i just kind of did the eyebrow like the horny eyebrow thing you know and that's it that's all i did that's what it was the ai is scanning for horny eyebrows it must be but then bing, bing, i tried bing, bing, to have bing. it appealed and I kind of looked into it, and basically TikTok's thing is like they're never gonna look into it. They say they're gonna look into it, but like there's so much shit. Oh, like, yeah. we're not gonna look. We think we have time. Why to, like, would we? We have no. You, not, do, like, we do you make us shit. money? Do you make us any money? No. no okay. We don't then care about you. we don't care. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. I know. It's it's very. Uh, I don't know. I have a, I have a love hate relationship with like Instagram and social media because it's like. You, you almost need it to perform. I was talking to, actually, they're listening to Harris's episode. I'd like to talk to Dude. him a little bit about it because it's like, do I fucking need this? Do I really? I don't know. Like, I posted a picture today that only got like 12 likes, so I took it down. Ah! <laughs> and, it was, and it was just a very like, why Why does that matter? You know, like, it, it's dumb. I don't know. It's just, the, it's, um, Harris I told do- me, he's like, imagine 12 people being like, great picture. Exactly. 12 people. Exactly. It's a lot of people. And, uh, and 12 people, like, most of them, I was like, oh, I like these people. Yeah, these are people right. who I'm like close to. But then it's like, that's not enough. That's not enough. 
Yeah, it's just like, why do I even have this? It's not happen? even a joke. It's not, you're not a photographer. No, no. Or whatever. It wasn't even a picture you took. It was just yeah, a picture. It was, yeah, it was a picture. It was one of those Polaroids that we had. Yeah, those are awesome. You had a Polaroid dude, I know. photographer. That's, that's killer, dude. That's. The, I mean, I feel like... I will cherish I that. I do really like what we like have kind of got hey yo yeah what's up yo yo uh i really like what we've been like able to pull off like i yeah. think the first one we definitely had like more people i'd say like last night was probably a little light just on the rain and stuff it's a miserable night it was pretty gross it was the one of them it's like terrible to even be outside but then yeah. we like rented a tent and good like, for you guys we like bought uh like i mean i can't point off camera but like the lights yeah and stuff and uh christian works in production okay so he has like a knowledge like he knew like a like a film house that had like the tent that we could borrow so he like set it up nice yeah and it was just like uh i just want to make i don't know man it's like i just want to make the best i mean kind of like when we were setting up like the camcorders and stuff like if i have something in my head of like no i want this to be good i I almost can't accept it to not be maybe more with adhd and catholic but it's like but i know how this could be oh i know i know this could be a little bit better if I just fix this one thing. And I'll be thinking about it the whole time if we don't do it right. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. oh, we could have done, uh, right, could have right. done, could have worn the same hoodie. And uh, <laughs> we did. We did wear that the was, same hoodie. That was planned out. I did awesome. your coat over. I was like, I wonder if he's going to do it. If he doesn't, I'm still going to wear it. I only it. got like two hoodies, you know? And have, the other one says, uh, like, uh, it's a tackle shop. It ooh, says like Fat Nancy's Tackle damn. Shop on the front. And it's a real one, but it looks like those fake Old Navy ones yeah, where it's yeah. like, Big John's Surf Shop, yeah. come on down and get your surfboard waxed. <laughs> there was one uh, in Ohio. It's called Master Bait and Tackle. Yeah. And it's uh, it's kind of like right off Lake Erie. So it's like a lot of people like go drinking because it's basically a beach. I mean, yeah, you, you live in Chicago. Oh, you yeah. You have that, like, the Great Lakes. Oh, summer. my God. It's so great. I have a place on – my grandma has a, lake on, has a place on Lake Ontario. So, yeah. I, my it's like the ocean. Dude, yeah. It rocks. I Great Lakes are the There best. is a part of me that – I think the only reason I would move back – and in my head, there's like a weird Midwestern fear of like when the shit goes down, you want to be near the fresh water. Yeah, go, a lot of fresh water. Go to Michigan, go to like just be right on the water and just have put your stake there yeah. because when the shit, because it's not looking good. For real. <laughs> it won't flood. It won't like flood like the way New York and LA. LA is going to go uh, underground. It's going to crumble. Yeah. Um, and then New York will flood. And so will, yeah, like all the big cities around the coast. I don't know. But I also love New York so much. New York is just so strange because New York is. Yeah, hit me with it. You've been singing the praises. But yeah, keep I, I love it. But it is also, I mean, this is not an original idea. This is, but like it is definitely constantly trying to push you out all the time. Yeah. It's a city that's like, we don't fucking need you. I, I don't know if I want to do this like joke on stage, but like when people are like, oh, what's New York like? It's like, it's like living anywhere else, but someone, it's the same life. Is anywhere else in the world except someone is just constantly breathing on your neck, always, <laughs> always. That, that those just, work. That's those work. it's kind of always. Yeah. Or like there's an elbow in your kidney. Like they're just <laughs> so you're just still living the same life. You're still like falling in love, falling out of love. Yeah. You know, happy set. But it's Someone's just too there's close just to you. there's just that extra thing, and it's not for everybody. The table at the restaurant is like just ten percent smaller than uh, you want it to be. I went to a bodega today to pick up like a a, a sandwich. And it's just more people were cutting. It's one of those, like yeah. there's a shelf in between and it's just very narrow. So it's just like, okay, all right. We're all just kind of struggling and yeah. being aware of our sizes and stuff. And, and, that's, without, just, and that's what you want without comedy. Like yeah. someone told me, uh, the, I was telling somebody like that, the, I feel like starting doing comedy in New York is like, you go into an office and you're like, Hey, I'd like to work here. And they go, yeah, well, okay. We didn't put any advertisement up. We don't, 
Yeah. Like, we don't have an opening. Exactly. Like, why are you here? And Dude. it's like, well, I just, I just really, I love this office. I yeah. Really, I think yeah. this is the place where I need to <laughs> yes. work. And they're like, well, we don't, we, we're good. We have, we actually have more than enough people and yeah. we're not, we're doing great without anybody's help. Yeah. Um, and like, well, I'll be out here if you need anybody. And they're like, okay, whatever. I see someone leave and they go, they just go to lunch, man. They're not, yeah. they're, they're fine. They're staying here. No yeah. one moves. No one moves from this office. Dude, it's it's insane. Like uh, we have Roy Wood Jr. in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it sucks because you can't really do. I don't know. More and more, I'm I'm getting booked more and more, and I think it is like, it is one of those things where people say like they they'll put you on a list. Eventually, a lot of the times that list they end up going. Oh, hey, hey, we do have something open. Or really? Whatever. Wow, good. Eventually, yeah. Um, it never happened with Wet Cash, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Oh God! I never no, you're got not. Put on the list. <laughs> I never got put on the list. Um, the uh, but I, dude, I also get it because I also like run this show, and it's like, yeah, we're we're like bi monthly. Yeah. So we can't six comedians. Yeah, and I and I I'm trying. I think the first time we did eight, and I also but I also wanted to have the option of like, yeah, if someone shows up, I want to be able to like throw someone up. Yeah. I want to have that like you know to be able to actually do that which is great um yeah i was like yeah and then, like we try to tape all the sets like i brought my camcorder so everyone gets like at least you know maybe you get a little clip of your set maybe or maybe you know you killed it that night and like yeah, yeah you had a great real like a lot of really big laughs yeah i don't thanks. know if you'll, like, you'll use all of it but yeah. like that's you know um i don't know i just like i definitely wanted to like make this like very comedian friendly of course also people friendly but it's like yeah i want to yeah. like run a good show it's going to take more work but yeah. um yeah, dude, just beats open mics. I mean, like when I when I first moved here, my friend who lives in LA kind of gave me this strategy. We used to call it Moneyball, and it was just you just email five shows a day. So every day I would just email five. Oh, shows that's a you. Day. I you heard about that? I'm using that. I yeah, just, dude. Yeah, we just I would, we would just. I mean, I don't know if he. I don't know if he came up with it necessarily, but like that's what I started doing. Yeah, and. I was getting, and that's like what made me like hate open mic because I would do a show and I'd be like, "Oh no, I'm doing well." Yeah, it's fine. Like I can do it's comedy. Good. Like what? It, so then I would go, you know, to the basement of the creek and just you know eat shit. Yeah, I know. And uh, it was just very. But then it's like, oh, but it's also three p.m. You know, yeah. there's nobody here, and, and it's all comedians, and it's yeah, three p.m. Gross. Yeah, and everyone, no one wants to be here. It's can you different. do what? The problem with the five a day, I think, is like in order for me to email somebody and go please put me on your show. I have to like go through like a cleansing of my ego and like, kind of like be like suppress it. Yeah. And I, I, I try to do like 40. I'm like trying to be like, okay, I've, I've talked myself into doing this and now I'm going to do it until I can't oh, I just do it anymore. I, just copy I know, paste. but even like finding who to yeah, copy and yeah. paste to and shit. It, um, impossible. Once you got to that, it, it became, sometimes I almost felt like a little bad because it was like, Oh, I almost feel like a bot. Like I almost feel, yeah, but no one was going to book me otherwise. Yeah. No, like if you, you don't gotta... ask, because that was another thing too. I feel like when I moved here, there were a couple of people I talked to that were in a similar position as us. And they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't like to ask. I like to be way to be asked. And it's the office thing. Like, yeah, no one's going to, why would they ask you? Like, what are you talking about? If they have an opening, they're going to give it to one of the 20 people who's been asking every day. Yeah. Cause they're very funny too. So yeah, they're not going to be like, just... get out of the way. I want to go, you know, out into the town and just see who's got some yeah. talent. Dude, I mean, I don't know. New York really feels like, like there's, uh, 
I'm name dropping a lot for this episode. It's there's a comedian in Detroit who I, I love. His name's Josh Adams. Dude, one of the funniest human beings Josh I've ever seen. So funny. Just off the cuff, just naturally. He's just like a tall, handsome dude. Just off the cuff, very funny. I mean, it, he has it all. It's it's yeah. annoying. Um, but and it's not even like people here are funnier than him. It's just that there's like a hundred Josh Adams. Yep. But then there's also like a hundred Mike Zars. There's a hundred Terrence Hart. Oh, yes, there's there are. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like diminish what you do. It's just like, no, no, no there's a bunch of that here. Yeah. And there's here, there's, there's Terrence Hartnett who is good at emailing. Yeah. And who following up and he's uh, friends Dude. with everybody already. And that's a thing also like the 10 year comedy thing that that was like, like you don't drink anymore and that's like yeah. awesome. But dude, so many people, I know so like a lot of the comics that I started with in Ohio don't do it. The class above me, I remember like starting comedy. I started in, like a hookah bar and then uh, there was like a local comedy club that had like a Wednesday open mic night and they were like the guys that did the road and like I met my first like full-time comic there. Yeah. And uh, it was so cool to watch but then I would watch them and like, I remember like I guess the point of this summarize this part of the story is uh, comedy is so full of cautionary tales. Yeah, yeah. Don't, it's almost guys. more worth watching than success. Yeah, like, yeah. I almost yeah. try to look at what are people fucking up than what they're doing. Well. What were they fucking up at? These comics would just never write, and uh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, these comics would like never write anything, and um, I would fr- have friends that, that thing like that all comics kind of have like you bring your friends out to a show, right. and. Uh, my friends would come every week because they're supportive, but then they're like, "Hey, no one's writing anything. New. We're just watching the same jokes over and over again." So, I remember, and I don't know. Also, I don't get it because that's one of my favorite parts. I, I love know. writing new stuff. Like that's oh, I love it. The thrill. When it, well, uh, yeah, writing new good stuff, I love that. Right, 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 right. But like the thrill of that. Exactly. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, you get over the thrill of killing with the jokes that you know yeah. are good. You get over that pretty quickly. And then, yeah, if you do a, a 10 minutes that's all worked before and you, it works again, yeah. it's almost like nothing. Just yeah, numb. dude. And then um, also like a big thing for me was uh, I saw, dude, almost all the, the that class of comics, they don't do it anymore because a bunch of them got DUIs. <laughs> and if you're in the Midwest, you, you know, there's no trains. That's there's no trains. so bad. You can't do You have to have a car. If you don't, if you can't then you're shit out of luck get an opener and yeah i, I mean that sucks there bro. were people that did that there were comics that did that but like um <laughs> chauffeur and guest yeah spot. yeah 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 and <laughs> i mean no none of my but they were like i i know of comics that like that they they had that but yeah it's such like a pain in the ass oh my god you know? and dude, there and, yeah yeah and the you're drinking done. i mean it really i mean i still probably smoke way too much weed i definitely you're it's killing it not, but you're not no, drinking yeah, dude, yeah. I haven't three years. But then, then I mean, I, I do jokes about it anyway. But, like, it does make me feel guilty because I'm like, but I'm still doing drugs. Yeah, sure. But it's kind of funny because, like, with comedians, so many, like, uh, we were driving to somewhere with Eli Eden last night, and he was like, oh, yeah, the sober guy. They keep referring to me as the sober guy. And it's like, you watched me smoke weed. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's another drug. Yeah, it's yeah. a full-on drug. It's a drug. Yeah. Let's not be... I'm avoiding things. That's <laughs> not the deal. Yeah, I'm not feeling everything. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I just I it, weed fucked me up less than and than drinking did. And actually, a lot of it was like for me was drinking. I was I was trying to like lose a bunch of weight, and then it was also like post a, a breakup, and I was like, usually I get trashed. What if I don't? 
Yeah. We're like, don't get trash. Yeah. And like life started to get better. I got like limestone that year. Damn. And like nice. that's when I ended up moving to New York. I felt like, oh yeah. And then I moved to New York and like everything was bad. But everyone's <laughs> got lime. Everyone has has done limestone here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's so funny. Like people like ask for like, credits. I'm like, ah, limestone. They don't know what it is. They no, don't. they don't. And it doesn't matter. But it also doesn't matter because like really all that matters is people just want to hear that you did something. Yeah. And who cares? Exactly. And audiences, I don't think, do need to hear that you did something. Honestly, I have yeah. a different opinion. In Chicago, they don't use credits; they just say this guy's funny or whatever. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. In New York, it's like, what is in the parentheses? And like, I, I, I wrote an article for Syracuse Women's Magazine when I was living in Syracuse. Yeah. And so I've been like, Syracuse Women's Magazine. That's <laughs> really um, funny. I know. <laughs> that That's is good. Very funny. Yeah, right. it's true. And it's true. I did write for Syracuse Women's Magazine. I That's was really twenty-four. Um, wow. But uh, published author. Yeah, yeah. I, it was an article. It was a news article about yeah, something. You know. Yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, fuck, I was gonna make a point. I forgot what it was. Credits. Credits. Yeah, yeah. I think one thing I do feel like it's in New York though, because like New York is very like, it, and New York audiences are like this. Like opposed like Midwest audience. Like New York audiences, you really have to stay on top of them. Sometimes when I'm in the Midwest or like outside of New York, I have to remind myself like slow down. Let well, the like, thing you're talking about with the Yom Kippur, it was like sometimes yeah. adding a line is everyone in New York talking about like kind of cutting and word economy yeah. or whatever. And then I do this with Rachel sometimes where like I do a fun thing where I go, I got an idea, slow down and, yeah. and just re- kind of repeat the setup one more time yeah. so that the punch will hit harder. Cause they did not, they yeah. can't, they're not thinking anywhere near as fast as you're talking. You're, all you need to they're do drunk. is just communicate the idea you're trying to express. Yeah. Most jokes. I, I mean, that's uh, yeah. I think that's so much of it. Just, you need to do a better job of explaining what, you mean? I mean, honestly, dude, I think even like some offensive, con- like edgy comedy, you yeah. could probably do it. I've seen edgy comedy done well, but the thing is, it's very well established. Like, no, this is not what I actually think. There right. are people who are very good at that. There's yeah, also yeah. a lot. Most people are not. Most I people know. are not good at it. They love just fucking throwing it oh, up. Dude. Oh, yeah. You texted me. You said that, like, you said you were at a Brooklyn mic where a bunch of slur comedy. Yeah, I'm surprised was, at that. Yeah, it really, I don't know. I think it's like the new, like a newer crop. I think it's a lot of Manhattan. Yeah, and, true. I mean, Dude, I feel like whenever I would cross the fucking bridge, I'd go over there and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, you guys are still saying this? Like, what, <laughs> what year what, is this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Which, whatever. Like, it's like super bad in here, you know? And it's, I mean. That's interesting about New York, New York, too, is I spent most of my time in Brooklyn and then like the, the Manhattan divide is like, oh, yeah, it's different. They're just kind of like hacky. And then someone told me, it's like, well, the thing is here, it's like you can be a hack for a living here. Yeah. Like, yeah. In Chicago, it's like, why are you being hacky? Everyone's going to hate you. Yeah. And in New York, it's like, because I want to work. Yeah. 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 I want to get a fucking great job at a comedy club. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean. Like we said, the broad stuff works. It's not like yeah. it doesn't work. I mean... Yeah. It's calling someone a Puerto Rican when they look yeah. like they're Puerto Rican will right. make people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I disagree with it. I don't want to do it. I yeah. don't want to, like, make people... Like, I had to do... Actually reach out to, like... I have, like, a joke that I just wanted to make sure... I reached out to someone. I was like, hey, this isn't, like, making you feel shitty, right? Like, just as, like... I don't know. It, it's, like, a joke about, like, uh, Elmer Fudd... And the uh, Bugs Bunny, like when you would dress like a lady. So, of course, the... you reach out to Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I reached sure. out to a, a trans comic, and I was like, nice. hey, here's the joke. I've been doing it for a while. I don't know if you've heard it, but, like, let's just make sure. Like, yeah. I don't, I haven't been doing it in a while, and I just want to make sure I'm, like, wording it right, and I'm not doing something that's, like, mean. Like, I want the joke to be more about, like, the whole thing is, like, what if you worked with Elmer Fudd? And, like, because he's a hunter, 
I'm giving away all my bits on the podcast. <laughs> and you're like in the least funny way where it's like yeah, just yeah. Re- reciting them. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like it, the idea is more, what if you had to work with Elmer Fudd after he had been on the weekend? And like, what would that be like? Okay. He's like a, he's an Des- awkward coworker that tells you too much about his he's life. He's describing his weekend chasing around Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Okay. And like, oh, like he dressed like a lady and like I fell in love. <laughs> and it, now I'm like really confused about how I feel. And it's like the joke is more like, Oh, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. Like, I'm at work. Like, I'm trying to eat my lunch. Like, that's more I like what that. I want the joke to be about. Yeah. Not like, oh, look at this fucking weirdo. Or, you know, like, I don't, that's what I don't want to do. Oh, I see. And I, I see. don't want to get laughs for that. I want to get laughs in the sense of, like, no, this is insane. Cause, like, you've, we've all worked with the people who, like, tell you too much about Way their fucking life. Way too much about their feelings. Dude, whatever, I had a coworker yeah. once, like, go on, like, a, tell me a story about how he. <laughs> He like worked at a like strip club in the '90s and all this like sex stuff, and then started crying because his dog died. And we were like, "Whoa, dude, we're like at lunch. <laughs> like, why are you telling me all of this? <laughs> You're just giving me a lot of shit." And I just this like, is the cocktail hour conversation. Yeah, yeah, this like, is two a.m. Yeah, man, I don't need this right now. Not uh, right now. Yeah, so it's just very uh, maybe maybe that's a Midwest thing. Maybe that's just like a hey. Mind your own business. Like I don't need you. Don't need I don't know. Business. People are always trying to disguise these basic human things as like I don't know. It's because I'm Irish. I hate yeah. when people talk about themselves. I'm like we yeah. all hate that. Yeah, it's, it's a universal. We all hate that. Or they go like they they love it like Toledo. Whoa, that city likes to drink. It's yeah. like people in cities drink. generally. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a thing. There's no city with like oh yeah we forgot to put up any bars. I guess no one likes to have a cocktail. <laughs> No one in Pensacola enjoys tipping one back. Oh, man. Um, it's so funny. It's I will say people like drink differently. Like when I would do shows in the UP, man, they fucking... Because they're awake. In the UP, though. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just... It would be weird. It just... Uh. But there are bars in New York where people are oh, drinking for like sure. the UP. Oh, know, for or sure. Whatever. They, go, they go, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they're doing cocaine. They're doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Which has fentanyl in it. Don't see... Yeah. I mean, you know, just be careful. Careful. Test it. Don't do it. Whatever your option is, just don't. But yeah. yeah. Uh, duh, Both are options. If you're waiting for me to tell you what I don't to know. do cocaine-wise, uh, you're already in trouble. Yeah. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Things are not going well for you if you're like, let me see what Terrence, how what he Terrence weighs in. Yeah. yeah. How he weighs in. I like your New York positivity. You never I, yeah. let it up. Now, you must have let it up at some point. Oh, for sure. No, I I'm sad we all the time. I texting at some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were texting at some points, and you're like, "I don't know, man." Yeah, I know. I mean, it, 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 it's in and out. Cause yeah, it's like I have to like work this job. And I've been like applying to a bunch of other jobs because that's like the simple option. Like, oh yeah, just find another job. Yeah, but dude, you cannot be waking up that early. It's it's hard, dude. I mean, I'm tr- I could do moving. I've looked into that, but like I said, it's all these pick up, put down, and like, huh, huh, huh. you're good at that. So you've I've been d- doing. I know, but I'm huh, I'm huh, also huh. stupid, and I've used my back to pick up shit for years. Okay, yeah. And I just had never learned that lesson, even though I know it intellectually. I know it, but like I was, we had to do a bunch of like snow shoveling because we got hit hard with snow this year. Yeah. And dude, my back was just fucking killed. And then I was like looking into moving stuff, and I had some like Connor McNutt was great. He like tried to hook me up, and I was like, man, I don't know if I can I can do that shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but maybe maybe I could. Maybe I'm the just first like, week would be hard, yeah. and then you would get you'd figure it out. Like right. you're saying, it's right. like yeah. it would be manageable suffering. Right, right. Which is New York <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. I don't. And I just don't know if I'm. Uh, I'm too sensitive to be in the service industry. 
Yeah, I just that is feel, hard. I'm like, man, I just emotionally, I don't know. I just see a lot of people. I'm like, man, the shit they have to put up with. I don't. I've had to work a lot of customer service shit, so I'm like, yeah. I, I already have that. I'm like, I don't want this next level. Um, I think though that like if you've done customer service, like only like five percent maximum of the interactions you have as a server are like, hey, something is wrong and I want you to fix it. Yeah. Usually it's like they go through the exact motions of yeah. service. You're on autopilot. They're on autopilot. They order. Yeah. They check back. They like it. They want ketchup. Here's ketchup. Here's another drink. Yeah. Here's your bill. Thanks. Bye bye. There's like huh. steps to it. I mean, like especially if you are able to like. Um, you know, make sure you know head things off at the pass yeah. and be like, you guys have fries. I'm gonna grab you some ketchup. Here's the yeah, ketchup. Yeah, like yeah. literally, like I've just these are the problems, you know. But yeah. like, um, but I have to, I have cried at serving. Oh, time, for sure, to be for sure. If yeah. someone yells at me, I just start crying. Yeah, you're like, I don't even know you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I cut a cake one time, and they hadn't taken a picture with the cake yet. Yeah, I already cut it all up. And they yelled in my face, and I just hid. <laughs> my yeah. boss went and fixed it, and I go, I fucked up. Um, that's what's cool. I had good managers who I'd be like, hey, I fucked up. Yeah. If you if you say you fucked up, then they're like cool with it instead of like trying to make it good. But he fixed it. They put pushed it all back together. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's so wild. When I used to work, I used to work at Scary. an appliance store, and I used to have to like wrangle a bunch of like 20-year-olds who like – and they would just ba- – basically, I was like in charge of like the – it was like the loading and unloading and then like the general maintenance of like basically the janitor department. Again, more janitor pickup, put move stuff around. But so I eventually moved up to the top and it was like wrangling these 20 year olds who are all like hitting each other in the dick and like calling each other gay. It's like, come on guys. Like we just pull it together just for a little bit. I get it. You guys don't want to be here. But then like sometimes they, like they break shit. Like they would be loading it into someone's car and they break shit. So you have to like figure out, okay, let me get the manager. Let me see what I can do. But like, oh my God. what can I do in the moment? Like, yeah. let's see what we can do here. And it's just very, uh, so I can do that. I mean, I know it's it, tough. Yeah. It, it sucks. Um, but yeah, I've always had a job when I, uh, during comedy. I mean, I don't think I've ever been a full time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. You know, it was wild. Like when the pandemic, like my whole life, I was like, I want to be a full time comedian. I want to be a full. And then the pandemic happened. I was like, thank God I'm not a full time oh comedian. God, I know I wouldn't have gotten Ooh. furloughed and unemployment. Holy and shit. Yeah. That would be awful. It would have been terrible. I, it just, you know, I, I mean, I have some friends that like, luckily they had like albums like streaming on like Sirius and stuff. So they were able to get like residuals, you know? So like that at least helped, but uh, yeah, if it's like full time. That's like fucking rough. Yeah. No, that's scary. <laughs> and then I don't know I remember like Kind of meeting a comic That did it full time And this is back When I was drinking We were at, like, at a Bar after a show And he was just Bitching about How he much He hated his life And just like Doing shitty But also That's like a reason I moved to New York Because he was just doing Road gigs all the time And, and all these like Small like Shitty Not towns Not fun shows yeah. yeah And it affected his We material. do fun shows for free Yeah They do terrible yeah. shows For money And it it's it's tough. I mean, and then you do material that works in those spaces. Yeah, 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 and it's it is tough. I mean, they're not impossible to do. You can do those. I mean, it was a while. I mean, that's the only thing that was like available. So that's like what I yeah. did. I feel like a lot of my style on stage is even like being very loud and being very animated. Is like, oh, there's a TV on. Like I'm Dude. in a sports bar in Michigan. The TV's on. We got to You got to get them to pay attention. Yeah. To you, you know, wave your jingle, your keys. Yeah. In front and of also like learning how place. to be like, I remember having a friend. Um, w- this is a pre pod conversation. We talked about like how we don't like when people 
comment on how a joke didn't do well you know or like it yeah yeah like, whatever. like you guys hate dennis i guess yeah, they yeah, say yeah whatever yeah, their yeah. thing was about like i guess you guys love whole foods yeah yeah, yeah. which is like i i used to do all the time and i had a friend like have to like reach out he's like hey when you're a large person and at the point i had like a really big beard and he was like when you look upset it's kind of scary Wow, that's so, good. Like, don't do that. Like, don't look upset. Like, just kind of roll with it. And now you do never look upset. It's it's hard. I'm very upset all the time. Big smiling, <laughs> big smiling guy. <laughs> you just can't show it. Just don't yeah. show it. Don't let anyone know. Oh, you talking to me? Believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely been uh, it's a tough road, but it's like you got to stay positive i got like into buddhism that's why i got these like beads these mala oh what beads. do those do uh well i bought them for like 30 dollars on etsy and i was like 20 bucks on etsy and i don't know it's like a mindfulness kind of reminds me of like a rosary but you're supposed to like count each one okay. when you're doing like a like a meditation or whatever yeah. i don't really meditate um but it is like a mind i'll have to like look at it and be like oh yeah like mindfulness don't forget like, to be mindful yeah and I, I, and it's like a fidget thing like you can like fidget with each of them 100 percent. you have adhd 100 oh for sure no 100%. for sure i fidgeting I drink a lot of caffeine too, so it doesn't like. It's self medicating. It is. Um, because you're kind of like bringing your brain up to the speed of your dopamine or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it works. I mean, like all, this, all the medications for ADHD are also stimulants. Damn. So. Wow. Because I'm, I'm already on Lexapro for like anxiety and depression, but I don't know. I think I'm on like a low one because it yeah. doesn't really seem to like do. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fine. My yeah. therapist, she'll be like, you sound less depressed. She's like, you're moving around. You're like not like nice. lying in bed all day. Um, but I think that's the other thing. I think it's just, uh, yeah, like the breakup was really hard. Like the job is like really hard. So it's like a lot of, uh, I think I, I work, I like I stay busy. <laughs> I was like joking with someone. Like, it's like, yeah, you just don't let the sad catch up. If you just keep, if you're constantly True. busy, the sad True, doesn't catch up. True though. And, uh, but I don't stay know. Cause I don't know what the other option is. Do you like, do you just sit around and like. Cause I, I, no, the one pod someone was talking about, uh, feel your feelings. I'm like, that's interesting. But then yeah. if I just sit and feel my feelings, it's like overwhelming. Yeah. Like I got a lot of feelings. Dude. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I of can't them. feel them all. I can't take them all in. I think it was, that was more about like, don't be like, don't be like, Hey, don't be sad. You're yeah. supposed to be happy. Or yeah, like, Hey, yeah. don't be happy. You're supposed to be sad. Right, it's like, right. go with the flow. You know what I mean? Like right, you're right. feeling it for a reason. It's like a signal, you know? Yeah. And I mean, uh, we saw the Gary Goleman show, the Gary Goleman oh my thing, God. and that the thing Great he Depression. said about going out and like being with people. That's so true. And it's even more true in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Over absolutely. The thrill of the grocery store or like not going to a party, like a little, it's so funny going to a party sober. Yeah. Like I am on drugs, dude. Yeah. Like it's like if I say hi to five people or like three good friends I haven't seen in a while and a couple of acquaintances, I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, you know what? That was a huge thrilling. thing. When I quit drinking, I noticed... Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't always thought of myself as a very outgoing person. Um, I don't know. I always just thought of myself as kind of shy. And then when I'd be at like comedy things, I remember like doing when I did limestone, it was like, I it was like the first comedy festival I ever did not drinking. And it was kind of a thing like, yeah, I was like smoking weed, but I was like, I need stimulation. Yeah. I'm not going to stand here in a corner and not do, and I feel like drinking sometimes I would just like kind of sit in a corner. You could, you could do that. You Stimulate could yourself. just kind yep. of drink and not interact. And like that, like really helped me like move to New York because it's like, okay, I need to meet people. I need to make friends. I yeah. need, like, you need to talk to people or else what's going to fucking happen? And it's good. I think it's like, you know yourself. So you're like, you're like, um, you put yourself in a situation and you know that you're going to socialize your way out of it. 
Yes. It's like it's like you have to do it, so you're gonna do it. Whereas right. like if I'm in my room thinking about going and socializing sounds terrible. I, yeah. You're like, oh I gotta go train and do all yeah. that. Ugh. Exactly. Like even walking three blocks here, I'm like, Well, this is my yeah. whole day. But it was fucking raining, dude. It was bad. I felt so bad that you really left hard. that. Yeah, I'm sorry. But we got that uh you, you got that umbrella now. Yeah, I got two umbrellas now. Yeah, but one of them belongs to me. One nice. of them is borrowed. Nice. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's definitely uh I forget what we were ADHD. <laughs> We were talking about that a little bit. Attitude. You have a great attitude. attitude. Yeah, you that's gotta, important. You, you gotta have a you gotta have a good attitude. Yeah, because you can't you can't get all like held up on. You know, it's like wild. I feel like I'm going like weird, like random stories, but like even like hating on people. Like I remember there was a guy in like a slightly bigger scene than me when I was living in the Midwest, and he was getting all this stuff, and he even got to he, he like they talked about him on Tuesdays of Stories, damn, and they like named an episode after him or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and I was like so jealous of this guy because he was like a Mike Zar type, like we were a very similar guy, yeah, and I'm right. like oh he's doing all the things could have been you, and I'm stuck in this small town, I put so much mental, and then like a year later, he got me too. So and now no one wants to associate with him. And the part of me is like looked at that and I mean it's kind of an extreme example, but you're like, oh yeah, a lot of this stuff, like just slow and steady, man. Like it's a marathon. It's it there's so many fluctuations on who even is still doing this anymore or how things yeah. work out. I you know, I remember like when I started there were certain bookers that I was told like you got to be oh the, they control that and now they're not They're the gone. main thing. Yeah. yeah. So the, like, their opinion of you is no longer important. Or like, the, you know, you'd be in like these little scenes and you see all these like squabbles over like this group and that group and how they didn't like each other. And then like, yeah, they just fade away because yeah, it's, it's like the, people it grow up and people some quit, people quit, move, people, grad school. Yeah. And it's just this whole thing where you're like fixating on these like very specific like, things change constantly. It's a constant fluctuation. So it feels so permanent though, but it's it not. really does. It's it really not. does. Absolutely not. Um, all right. Well, we did a bunch of time there, brother. We did a lot of time. Um, what do you have? A, let me have a call to action for the audience. Oh, I forgot about a call to action. They love. They love you. Uh, They've heard you. This. Uh, I don't know. And also, I'm looking for feedback on this and this on how to stick a landing because you've heard some podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, you 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 have a good landing. <laughs> stick Damn, a landing. I never know how to stick a landing. Um, I would uh, mindfulness. Is that a yeah? Cop be out? mindful. No, or just of be not. like uh, be appreciative of the things you got. You know, because yeah. you're not gonna have them always. Yeah, swiping that debit card of time. Oh yeah, appreciate. It. So yeah, so you're being mindful without meditating. Yeah, and I'm trying like, to. You're I, noticing yourself, paying attention to yourself. Trying to, and like working with like a therapist, like kind of helps that. Um, and just being older, you know, you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, here's yeah. like a thing. Oh, I notice I do that. Like I've kind of been. After this breakup, I've also been like noticing like patterns and relationships. Like, oh, I do this. Like, I yeah, I work so hard to get someone to love me, and then I push them away. Like, why is that a thing? I constantly yeah. do, it, and I'm I'm you see it all the time. So like right now, I'm like taking like a big break from like dating and stuff because like I can't. Also, like with my life, like waking up at like four in the morning and going to bed at like yeah, eight, dude, fuck it's, like, off. I don't. No hot girl summer for me. <laughs> that is new job summer, Mike. Yeah, let's yeah. go. This is terrible for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, but uh, what's uh? Give give us the handles. Let me let me hear. Oh, the it's Instagrams. Uh, it's Mike Czar uh, on all social media. It's a Mike Czar underscore. I think there's another one out there. And uh, Czar is spelled S Z A R. 
And Mike yeah. is spelled like Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike's yeah. our underscore. Yeah, pretty much cross-platform. Maybe there's not an underscore in some of them, but I think yeah. on Twitter and Instagram at least. Mike's our I don't go on Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. Get off Twitter. That's my call to action. Dude, Dig it off real. Twitter. The, the thing, I don't know, I could, we go on a whole thing. I feel like once they tr- took Trump off, it was like, oh, then what's the point of all this? True. We have nothing to get mad at anymore yeah, except each other. Except each other. So, uh, yeah, just you know, get off of Twitter. It get doesn't seem Twitter. like it's helping. That's it. Probably Instagram too. I know Instagram's the new Twitter, bro. Uh, it really is. Ugh, TikTok. TikTok. Get TikTok for three hours. That's my call to action. I, yeah, I love. TikTok. Lie in bed and just let it wash uh, over you. There's, but there's cool shit on there. The potato chip effect. I know. Is really cool shit on there that you. It's, and if it's there's wild. not, you scroll up. Here's <laughs> yeah, something, exactly. Something's coming. If it's just a girl dancing, that's okay. Scroll up, no problem. Yeah. Just a guy opening a box or some shit. But people do some like really cool creative shit on there. They get like, whoa, this is so interesting. Or a one minute educational video. I I got so many fun facts now. Oh, I bet. Actually, are you on ADHD TikTok? No. There's a lot of ADHD TikTok people who'll be like strategies. Yeah. But most of them, I think it's too complicated. I feel like most of them are like, it's okay to have ADHD. I'm like, yeah. I fucking know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking know. I'm looking. I, I, I've that's that was a hard lesson to learn that it's you know it could be a superpower or whatever, but also. Um, just fucking tell me a strategy. Give me a yeah. Just fix what it. What do I do? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But ADHD TikTok. Fix it for me right now. Fix it for me. Fix it for me right now, or I'll think of like ten different ways for me to fix it. Yeah. And work. I'll work on all of them and never finish any of them. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> and that's my friend Mike. Isn't he great? Isn't he sexy? He's a listener. He listens to this podcast. He's helping me with feedback. Um. And so I want to mention that he's a great, amazing guy, single. Get out there. Uh, <laughs> get out there and date Mike. Um, uh, he's the best. Uh, Mike Czar on all socials. That's Czar spelled S-Z-A-R. Um, he's got some fun projects cooking. I don't know if he wants to talk about them on his socials or not, but he's got some fun stuff coming out. Um, interesting guy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the logo to this podcast was designed by Rudy Schultz. He's a graphic designer. And our theme song was written and performed by Steve Gerard. Steve Gerard of Crown Blue Music. They're putting out cool new music videos all the time. Um, so thanks to Steve for doing that. And thank you for listening. And uh, you're the best. And we'll catch you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.